Hey ladies and gentlemen, and you know, I'm not even going to talk to the boys and girls because this is adult time. We're going to do a little adulting, right? We're going to be talking about uh, the Model 3 crash test, right? So in the last couple of days, Model 3 has picked up uh, an award for Car of the Century. And then in uh, England, they got Car of the Year and EV Car of the Year. So they've been on a roll. Well, it turns out, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Oh, look, there they are. They're back. The boys and the girls are back. turns out that uh, Model 3, you know, it had a crash test at the NHTSA, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration here in the United States. So they had the Model 3 tested to see how it fared in crashes, and it was the safest car ever tested according to this rating system. There is another rating system which is done by the insurance companies, but by the national government one, they came first. But that was for the long-range rear wheel version. But now there is the dual motor version which has been tested. And guess what? It too has got a perfect rating, as it were. So low chance of flipping over and front-end collision and back-end collision, all very good. Thank you very much. So it's the highest score that you can actually get, actually, in a car. So X, safe car. S, safe car. 3, safe car. And of those, it turns out that the 3 is the safest. And that is a pretty big deal, along with everything else that's going on at Tesla. Being able to say that you have the safest cars, that if you have the money, and uh, safety is a concern of yours, and it should be, let me tell you as an emergency physician, it should absolutely be one of the significant reasons about which car you buy. If at all possible, you want to buy the safest car you can. There's about 40,000 deaths per year. That's just deaths in the United States. And many, many more people severely injured in car accidents. These are, as Elon has said many times, two-ton death machines. And the sooner that we can get really good autonomous driving that significantly reduces the number of crashes, the better. And so if you can afford it, Get yourself the safest car. And it used to be go get a Volvo, right? Get a Volvo, super safe cars. And there are certainly other cars out there that are very safe. But, you know, uh, even the, the BMW 3 Series has twice the chance of flipping over as a Model 3. And I can tell you that a car flipping over increases your mortality or you're getting seriously injured, like exponentially. It's very bad. So a car that doesn't flip is a big deal. And because of the way these batteries are, they're low down. It's a big deal. And, of course, a lot of people uh, talk about the fire risk in a Tesla. Um, it's significantly less than it is in a gas car. Of course, when that fire gets going, just like in a gas car, it's a big deal, and they're really hard to put out. But overall, Teslas are super safe cars, and if you can afford a car and you're thinking about safety, then it's pretty much a slam dunk right now um, because of not only the way the car is manufactured in the crumple zones, but also the autonomous features that sort of lane detection and there's a car in front of you that you might crash into detection. These are super safe cars, and I just want to give it up for Tesla. I often criticize them, I often criticize Elon, but I've got to give it up. This is a big deal to them, and I think it's really, really important. We should continue to study this and continue to make it better and make it for better for pedestrians and better for the people in the car. But uh, we're headed in the right direction. The safety tests are getting better and better all the time. I'm not that old, right? I'm in my mid-50s. But I remember driving around in cars and there were no seatbelts in the back. I don't even remember if there were seatbelts in the front. And this is something that uh, a lot of people have had to push on to make cars safe. And I can tell you, having just got back from Kenya, um, road traffic accidents there are so much worse. The cars are less safe. 
and there is not a sort of pre-hospital care system. So everybody needs a safe car and Teslas are super safe, super safe. But let me tell you, if you're doing 90 miles an hour and you hit another car head on doing 90 miles an hour, that's not really survivable. So if you drive like a fool and you crash into things or you somehow manage to flip your Tesla over, you will be seriously harmed. But in general, it really is safe compared to other cars. In other EV news, you know the Mini? Ah, the Mini, such an iconic car. I believe it is uh, having its 60th birthday very soon, this year or next year. Coming out with a version of the Mini, the Mini Cooper SE, and it's going to be electric. But the problem is that people are sort of saying, well, everybody loves the Mini, it's such this iconic car. But uh, it's going to get way under 200 rated miles of range, probably more like 150. And, you know, in today's EV world, that's just not good enough. Apparently, it's going to be based on the BMW i3. And you know what? Um, This is why they fired the CEO. You cannot release an EV right now with less than 200 miles range. That's just not going to get it done. People still look at these cars as, I want to drive my car a long way. I want to drive it on trips. And 150 is fine around town. And the days of the Nissan Leaf that I had with 60 miles, you know, when I'm going to keep a gas car because I need a real car, those days are over. There are many people now in the EV community who do not own gas cars. They do not feel they need a gas car. I'm one of those people. I don't need it. A few years ago, I was like, I better keep a gas car around just in case. Don't need it. As long as you've got a really long range car like a Tesla, you don't need it. But if you buy, you know, a Mini or a BMW i3, you still need a gas car. And uh, we got to, you know, get over that. So makers of uh, electric vehicles, let's move this forward. Uh, 150 miles was cute four years ago. It's not going to get it done today. And Tesla and Elon has noted that even in 2013, they had a car that did 250 miles and nobody has done significantly better than that except them. Now they're at 370 miles. So come on, manufacturers. Love the Mini, but give me a 300-mile range Mini, please. And have you heard of a little company called LG Chem? Yeah, that company. They make batteries. They make a lot of batteries. And apparently, they're going to make a lot more. So it looks like they are looking to put $1.7 billion into a US-based factory And that should probably result in about a 10 gigawatt uh, production of batteries by 2022. So they're looking for a place to put it. But this is good because we're going to need a lot more batteries, a lot more giga factory-like factories. So good on you, LG Chem. Let's keep them cranking. And I'm really excited about battery technology and where it's going. I think the energy density is going to take a bit of a spike. Again, if uh, Maxwell and uh, Tesla get it right, there could even be as much as a doubling of battery density. The cobalt could be going away. And so I think there's a lot of exciting things that are going to happen, which are going to allow longer range. But more importantly, of course, is cheaper cars. Cheaper cars so that we can move this down the line from a $50,000 car. Let's get it down to a $25,000 car. Let's get an even good one under $20,000. That is the hope. But also let's get batteries into the buses into the trains. And yeah, if we can get the density up, even into the planes. And before we finish today, I got a letter here from Ria. And Ria, you know, I'm not going to try and pronounce your last name because you showed me how to pronounce your first name and that's all I can do. And this is about, you know, robo-taxis and the loss of the ability to buy the Model 3, which is sort of creating lots of a stir, as it were. And I suggested uh, that this is going to happen. I can see it happening. And in the big cities, it seems that it'll happen there first and then in the rural areas. And Ria was saying, and this is really important, you know, if robo-taxis aren't coming out into the rural areas and you don't have EMS out there and you've got somebody sick, then you have to drive a car to go and get somebody. So 
you've got to have this ability to be able to buy a car. And of course, you'd love to have a Tesla. It's safe. It's fast. It's great. So hopefully Tesla will continue to sell cars at a not unreasonable price. Otherwise, uh, people like Rear in rural areas could be in a bit of trouble. And actually, that's a really good point. And hopefully uh, Tesla is going to sort of be dealing with it. We don't want sort of gas cars out in the rural areas, electric renewables in the city areas. And Rear also noted that, you know, you know, it's about public transport because it turns out that when you look at studies of um, Lyft and Uber and stuff, it actually increases the amount of traffic on the road, I think in part because people stop using public transport. But, you know, public transport is the best way to get people around most efficiently. So we really should be pushing for that in addition. Americans in particular are not going to be getting up their cars anytime soon, let me tell you. So let's get them the cleanest things we can. But a great public transport system would be even better. And that's why uh, the Boring Company, I'm hoping that these trials that they're doing in various places like Las Vegas work. And then I hope they stop using them just for EVs, but put in real public transport. Something like the London Underground, which costs a fraction of the price and sort of goes everywhere, would be a spectacular future. So thanks, Ria. And thanks to everybody for listening. Hey, yeah, become a patron. Help us out. Help us out. Go click on the box. Go be a patron. Robert's code's there as well. He's uh, getting the codes this month. And leave us a rating and review. We like that. It makes us feel good. My name's Mel Herbert. The show is Talking Tess. And I'll talk to you next week. Herbert out.